This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right. You're rolling with Jason and John, 92.9 FM, ESPN. We're coming in smooth because it's a Friday, baby. We got the right energy. And it feels like, John, you better be saving some of it up for what will be a great weekend of college football. I'm certainly looking forward to that. And we've got all the energy in the world, too, for the Memphis Grizzlies who are back home where they belong after a 2-2 two and two road trip. They'll be taking on a nasty raggedy-looking Charlotte Hornets team that will be out without some key players. We don't take anybody lightly, but this Charlotte Hornets team does not look good without LaMelo Ball and several other key pieces. World Series continues. Houston wins are up 3-2 with the series shifting back to Houston for this weekend. Another reason to get excited, Kyrie Irving has apologized. Didn't come after until after the Nets suspended him for five games, or at least five games. Yep, that's it. Uh, so much to get to, including Patty. Patty Pump was doing research all the way up until the final seconds of this show and its start. And he's here with us. And I feel like we got a big one coming up. Do you agree, Patty? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Oh. I'm going to be honest. I you have didn't no ma- idea. You didn't match the energy. Yeah, I mean, no. I, can't, I, I, so I, mean, yeah, I have yeah. a losing record. I okay. can't sit up here right. and put makeup on but a pig, man. I tried to give you the grand entrance. and <laughs> no. Yeah, I appreciate the gas. Maybe you should just gas. be real. I appreciate the gas, but, yeah, it's ugly, dog. I mean, I'm going to do it. It's I'm, ugly out here for everybody, though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to hand the picks out. You you guys decide what you want to do with them. Well, you're working. It's hard to sell a you know, seven-game below work. 500 record, though. You know what I mean? It's hard to sit up here and say, everybody, you know, everybody, 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 scream. Yeah. Here, here comes Patty's picks. This really, like, look out below. Bro, I am celebrating the work that you put in. I appreciate yes. that. To I appreciate the picks. That. This ain't something where you just come on and say, give me Titans, give me Raiders. You put work That's into these true. things. That's Sometimes it doesn't work out. Most times, but yes. But I respect the work. We did stop yeah. getting the graphic department from Superbook sending these out. Is that indicative of the result, or what's yeah, going it's on? Just like, it's just losing steam, but we're going to keep rolling. We're going to keep rolling. We're going to see if we can limp to the finish line here, yeah. see if we can survive a little bit. Uh, this week. So, yeah, we got some plays for you that we'll hand out at 1 o'clock. But more importantly, we have a packed show yes, we do. with guests who are winners, unlike Patty. Rob Fisher is going to join us at 11.25. We will talk to him uh, about the Grizzlies. They're back in action tonight. Also, college football weekend, uh, big game, as you guys know, Tennessee and Georgia. So talk to him about that, Memphis UCF, uh, all that and more with Rob Fisher at 11.25. 12.25, Sean Salisbury is going to join us. He's a happy man today because his Houston Astros are one win away. Yes, they are. From World Series title. Took a little longer than we probably thought. We all thought. We all said five. We should have known you're then talking, there. You're talking like it's over. It is. It's over. The Astros are in the same spot in 2019 and blew it. They did. Going back home, the Nationals won both games, lost. That, that, so. Indeed. And But that's burning in their brain. 
You might be right, though. We should have said Astros in, in six. Should have given the Phillies we a little bit more game love. Off. Team of destiny. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, it's a matter of six instead of five. We'll talk to Sean about that and the NFL. Uh, the Eagles roll. They get another win. They're undefeated 8-0 last night. Jalen Hurts looked pretty good. I mean, had a couple of miscues, I guess you would say, with the fumble there in the first half. But 21-27. Hard to, hard to take much issue with that. Um, as the Eagles continue to steamroll, uh, they, they got the win over the Texans last night. So we'll talk to Sean Salisbury about that at 12.25. And then at 1.25, Anthony Sane will join us in studio. Uh, he, of course, is one part of Grind Season, the Grind Season podcast as part of Odyssey. Get his thoughts on the Grizzlies after a 2-2 two and two road trip. Everybody's back. So that is the show today, but in advance of a big week, it felt like a good time to do a little over-under. Let's get it. It's Jason and John's over-under. Over. Over. Under. Under. Let's start with Memphis Hoops, which has had a nice resurrection of light energy, should I call it, Jason, in the last 48 hours? Definitely a, a shockwave yeah. uh, sent to us yesterday, certainly by Eric Bossy. Yeah, I mean, when you weren't here on Tuesday, or Wednesday, I guess it was, we were like, why is there no buzz? Suddenly, buzz. Memphis's 2023 recruiting class ranking. The number our new linesman update is four and a half. Over. Under. Do we have four and a half, five stars? What what's what say y'all? I'll start with you, John. So the class ranking is the question here. 4.5 ranking. That would be very high. And not, um, I mean, Penny's done it twice already in his in his uh, in his career at Memphis. So this would not be. This is year five. So was that two out of four? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and those two classes were not top five. They were top one. Um, so this is not some kind of removal or some kind of shock. At least it shouldn't come as that to anybody that's listening right now. The Penny Hardaway, whenever he decides to, can make big waves and make big noise in recruiting. And that happened yesterday as uh, Mikey Williams is now being crystal balled to the University of Memphis by Eric Bossy. I found that shocking. It was shocking. Woo. It was shocking. Mikey You're Williams. right. Not shocking that Penny can do this, but shocking that him. all of a sudden a we're star? here and it's with Mikey Williams. He's Mikey Williams star. is a five-star guard. He's the NIL king. He's, oh. he's got like a million Instagram followers. He's uh, He's been on the scene for, for several years here. Um, but, but yeah, so I kind of went through it. We don't know exactly who is going to be back from Memphis and who's not because of the COVID year. That kind of throws a wrench into everything. So we don't know about Malcolm Dandridge. We don't know about several other guys. But I do think we, what we can say is that Memphis will have some openings. They will have plenty of scholarship spots. They, are, they already have two commitments in the class of 2023, but they're in on Mikey Williams. They're in on Bronny James. Yeah. They're in on J.J. Taylor. They're in on Tyler Johnson. Obviously, Ashton Hardaway is going to commit to the University of Memphis. Mm-hmm. So I went, I went through, and I just put all these guys in. I don't know if Memphis is going to get all these guys. I, I doubt that. I don't think you can get Bronny and Mikey. We talked um, about that yesterday. You, do you? They I, both play point. Yeah. I know, I know I mean, Mikey. Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. But I just put them in here just for fun. Oh, yeah. Where does that put you? And that puts you at fourth. That puts you at fourth right now in okay, the country. Okay, so I know where I'm going. Then. All right. That's good. So if you take, let's just take Bronny James out of the equation, right? Mm-hmm. Where would that put you? That would put you at. Is it still top ten? Fifth. 
That one spot it moves you. Yeah, the, in terms of the class yeah. calculator, right? Yeah, so, and the number's four and a half. So I think you guys have. Yeah, I'm going to say under. Clever I'm gonna, here. I'm going to say under. I'm going to say Memphis finishes with a top four class. Okay. I'm, I'm going to say Penny Hardaway, um, you know, really reloads. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you could also, you know, transfers do come into this as well. They, they do go into they factor in. your ca- class calculator now. So, you know, yeah, if, if, if Penny Hardaway lands Mikey Williams, the five star uh, combo guard from, uh, I believe, out there in Cali. Yeah, San Diego, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, if he lands him, then it's a hell of a start. It's a hell of a uh, – you know, because the, the 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 initial thought on Mikey Williams is that he was going pro, that he was going to go to the, you know, I guess overtime elite or whatever, G League Ignite. San Ysidro, if that's how you – Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. That's right. And, um, and so the fact that he's, you know, not only – Going to college, it sounds like, but going to Memphis is is a little bit of a of, of a shock there. So yeah, if you start with him, and then you sort of work your way down, yeah, I think Memphis is going to have a top five class. I, I think they could have another, you know, uh, one of Penny Hardaway's signature classes. I, I have no reason to doubt him at this point. He does it, you know, more often than not. He finishes with top five classes, or at least as often as anything else, he finishes with the number one class. So yeah, I, I won't doubt him. I have no reason to doubt him. And that's a really nice way to reinvigorate your fan base. All you have to do is get one five-star, and people are uh, all of a sudden electrified again. The other thing about Mikey, real quick, though, before we move on, uh, he's got a multi-million-dollar shoe deal with Puma. So how does that work? Interesting. At a Nike school. That's interesting. Penny wouldn't be recruiting him if he didn't think you could work that out. But if you're talking about a deal where a kid comes in, you'd be asking him to give up a multi-million dollar deal, what family's going to do that? Mm-hmm. And so there must be some way, some workaround where you can have a kid. I, I, initially, I thought there was some, well, you can't have your own deal. Shoot, the school's got a different one. But Penny wouldn't be recruiting this kid if there wasn't some way. And, again, I can't see Mikey Williams giving up a multi-million dollar Puma deal. Well, he can't, so there there he must can't. be some way he can wear, do his thing and they can still be a Nike school. Well, he can't go to college because there is no Puma school. <laughs> there's no, there's no place for him to go. Right? Oh, yeah, there are no Puma schools. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just saying, like, whether wherever, if he's going to college, somebody, I mean, he's gonna have to figure that out somehow or another, because there is no place he can go where he's gonna be wearing. I think, you know? I think that's a big part of this. Mm-hmm. Are you get, you're not giving that up? Yeah, I don't know. That's you're a, right. You, there are no Puma schools to go to, but still, how are you gonna give that up at a Nike school? Yeah, I don't know. I, I wouldn't. Would May, you? Maybe Penny is unless sa- maybe Penny. I mean, think about the, how much you would have Nike. To, think about how much you would have to pay John to cover that, right? If he gives up Puma mm-hmm. to, co- to to balance that out, do you hear what I'm saying? Oh, for to, sure. Does he have to give it up though? Well, I mean, he's gonna be wearing Nike. I mean, that's he can the, still do that, right? Like, there's there's NBA players wearing Nike stuff all every night, including tonight at FedEx Forum. This their, kid has a Puma shoes, deal. Though, I got it. Their right. shoes. So are, there are Adidas people wearing Nike stuff tonight at FedEx Forum. Not that's Nike. True. Not Nike shoes though. No, but they got the uniform on. Yeah, but this would they? Would, he could still wear Puma shoes with the with the Nike stuff. Sure, he could. Why not? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That's what I. We thought. haven't seen that. That would go against the school's deal. Yeah. The school's deal is with Nike. Right. So that would, what I'm saying I, is that I would be that's a you're talking about outfit. NBA. I'm talking about yeah. this is a I get it. this is a college deal. I don't see, a, the college has a deal with yeah. Nike. I get. I, I understand exactly right. what you're saying, cool. Jason. But 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 your point is that he's just going to do it. We don't know that yet. I would, we don't know yeah. how you get around it. That's what no. we're saying. Well, no. you know, maybe I, I know we're saying that. I also don't know either. I would assume you can make something happen, though. Otherwise, why would he be on the list? You know. 
we we haven't seen it. We have not seen uh, in college. That's but, what we're trying to explain. But maybe we get to a point in college basketball where guys are allowed to honor, you know, their own individual shooting. You would think with NIL there mm. must be some way, and that's my point. Penny wouldn't be doing this unless there was. Yeah, because you know, look, all Memphis truly cares about is that he's wearing the 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 you know, in Nike is that he's wearing the jersey with the emblem, right? The shoes are are probably not as important. Everybody wears the same shoes. I, it just, it, I think it's just the new era that we're in, you know. Either like, that or you're giving up a Puma deal for the time being or whatever. Right. It, there's got to be some sort of mm-hmm. balance there with whatever you're going to do with Nike and your NIL. That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It's it, super, it, super fascinating behind-the-scenes aspect of this recruitment. Well, and, and again, like maybe it's one of those things where – Something we've never seen. Penny assures him, hey, you know, you come here, I'll make sure that you because, get a better because deal Because I think he's the, first, he's the first high schooler to ever have one. Yes. I think he was made that history. Yes, it was historic, absolutely. He was well, the my, first American high school player my, to have that kind of deal. I, I'm completely with you, Jason. The other question I have is who's paying the freight to get Mr. NIL to Memphis is my other question. Because here's, here's the thing. The Jalen Duran thing was this sort of cryptic – Who's paying for this stuff? And he got these deals. Like that—that's that, the part I'm always fascinated by. Well, Memphis has NIL money for basketball all day long. Yeah, so that's that—that's who is Me- that from a fund, and that just goes all to him. Is that how that works? Yeah, we'll we'll look into it. Uh, it comes from it comes from a variety of uh, of a variety of streams. <laughs> the Memphis has revenue streams for sure, um, and they will find the money for uh, Mr. Mikey Williams. Uh, if and when, because I, I, I've told this, I've told the story a million times. I'll tell it again. Matthew Mayer, um, he, he had Memphis on his list, and um, you know he 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 said you know to to some people in his circle that Memphis had the best NIL offer. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember the kid from Baylor? Mm-hmm. Uh, he he told people around him that um, Memphis had the best NIL package. You know, in, in terms of the, the recruitment there, so. Yeah, it's 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 not like Memphis doesn't have it. Now, football, different story. But that's a different product. That's a different, you know. It, 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 it is so wild. It totally is. Um, so, yeah, no, I think this is just a reminder that um, Penny can do this whenever he wants. Penny can dip into this. Because and, 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 Mikey Williams was not associated with Memphis. I mean, maybe they offered him a couple years ago. I think they did. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't, like, it wasn't like something that you were, you know, focused on or locked in on. He's not a local kid. Um, oh, and the unofficial. I think Munns had it first. Give credit where it's due. Yeah. Comes out of the blue. Yeah. In the, in the sense he's made an official of Kansas, but pretty much folks have been tight-lipped about his recruitment. Only here recently, what this summer, did we think it, you know change the the thought process that he was even going to college? His parents come out and say he was going to do that. So this is all materializing pretty fast. And it's just it's crazy that Penny is this close this quickly. You brought up a point on Giannato and Jeffrey yesterday that um, the challenge is if you go down this road with a five-star and then it doesn't happen, which has happened to him before. I thought that was, that's the challenge, well, right? Uh, well, you miss he, out on dudes. On Jalen Green, it's Jalen Green had that professional option. I would think in this case, you bring up a, a good point. We were talking about it. with Mikey, you, you want to feel good that it's going to be college. You want last minute to have missed out on others, and a guy picks another option. But, Brad, part of that, that that's the stakes that come with recruiting these five-star guys. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You go after Imani and Jalen, and you miss. You're going to miss out on somebody else with everything, you, the time you've spent on them. So it's just part of the, the deal, man, that goes with <laughs> recruiting these kinds of guys. Number 25 UCF at Memphis, the line minus three UCF. Over. Under. John? Is that come down? Has that come down? Because it was three and a half. Is it three right now? Three is the last I three. got. Yeah. Interesting. So that that that, that and that's is been a trend, a, right? It a, just continues to go down. A signal of um, of strength for Memphis. Um, 
I don't know what that says about John Reese Plumley. What's the update there? Because that uh, will determine how I feel about this. Gus said today that he's practiced this week. John Rice Plumley, who got a, what looked appeared to be a concussion that Cincinnati game, yep. he has practiced this week, and it's a game-time decision. I can't imagine that you've practiced him and you're, you're going to say no come game time. If you felt uh, comfortable enough to put him out there on the practice field, seems like to me John Rice Plumley going to be out there on Saturday. Yeah, so um, I, I, unfortunately I, I, I think if he plays, I, I think Memphis loses. I think Memphis loses this game. I think UCF covers the three. I know Memphis is much better at home than they are on the road, but it, the splits are staggering. But I will, I will have to go with UCF. Uh, they, they got in the top 25. This is what we saw a little bit with Tulane uh, a couple weeks ago. They got in the top 25, and Memphis was their first opponent since then, and they were fired up. They're ready to you know, validate that, that ranking. I don't think UCF is as good as Tulane, but we've seen what they can do offensively. They are, they are pretty amazing. And so I just think it's a tall task for a Memphis team that, yes, got a bye week when they needed it, but I just I can't I can't bet Memphis or pick Memphis in this case when I don't know where their head's at as a team. I don't know where their mental state is. Um, they've had some backbreaking losses, and you're not in con- you're not in contention for the title in the AAC. I just I don't know where the motivation is going to lie. So I got to go UCF in this case, unfortunately. Give me Memphis in the points. What do I have to lose? Nothing. You have nothing to lose? Nothing. nothing. It's the last stand. That's it. At least from my point of view. Like we said, he can ensure he's back next year with a win. That's yes. what's at, that's what that's take for Ryan Tucker. Here's another one. Got it from Evan Barnes from the Commercial Appeal. Mentioned it earlier this week. Tigers are 1-8 of 9 against ranked opponents at home. Nice. Saturday's at home. But I'm more go to the, something you said. We don't know where this team's head's at. We don't know how many of these guys are one foot out and doubting. Maybe, maybe it's still hell. Maybe it's still two foot eat, in, but doubting. We don't know how many of them are like, no, nah, we're going to do this and we're going to do it for Silverfield. We don't. You're right. But my point is, if Silverfield doesn't have them ready for this one, when they ever going to be ready? I, give me Memphis in this one with the points because to me it feels like John, you've got to, and 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 got to in the sense that if you're going to get people excited about this football program, if you're going to convince your own guys, set aside the fans' attendance, which is a big part of this, you got to convince your own guys in a world where guys can transfer out in any, you know, offseason, whatever they want to do, you got to convince your own guys that you're the man for the job and that you're leading them in the right direction. This needs to be it Saturday because I tell you what, that, that doesn't get done against Tulsa, it doesn't get done against North Alabama, and it for damn sure doesn't get done in a road win at SMU. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going last stand here. I'm going Memphis has been good historically of late against ranked opponents at home. I'm going Memphis because Ryan Silverfield has to win this game to get people excited again. Well, it, it, I don't even know if that would do it. He needs to win it just to He'd get a back. few, John. You know, it's a step, like you said. Does it get you all the way back? Absolutely not. But you and I both know it'd be a step that he desperately needs. Yep. Tennessee at Georgia total, 67. Over. Under. You look scared. I'm, I'm going under. I'm going under on this. I, I, don't, I don't think this is – this is going to be a, a repeat of 35-33 of Tennessee Alabama. No, I, I I don't. I think this is going under. I think this is going to be a game where you know it's one of the trenches where you know the Georgia is going to lean on their run game. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think the big plays are going to be there as often, um, and that sort of you know I, I think underscores how I feel about the the game in general. Georgia is a big need for the books here. So, yeah, I think, that, you know, for Georgia to win this game, I don't think they want to get in that kind of a, of a shootout with Tennessee. 
Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think points will be scored, but I could see it being more like, you know, 31-21 kind of a thing rather as opposed to, you know, 35 to, to you know, 33 like you said. So I will go, I will go with a slower-paced game. Uh, I just think Georgia's defense is better than Alabama's. I think you're going to see that. And so I don't think they're going to be able to move the ball as easily as they did against uh, against Alabama. And that game was in Neyland, so I think that matters. So I'll say under on this total. I think you're absolutely right. I don't think Georgia has any intention of playing Tennessee's game and trying to win some shootout. Yep. They're going to run the ball. Yeah. Well, the the, the keep, total feels high to me. Keep I mean, Tennessee's offense off the field. Mm-hmm. Right, that's your game plan if you're Kirby Smart. So I think, I think John's absolutely right. This thing's going to go under. So I think it's going to be a close game uh, and give me Tennessee in the points. That is not the question here. question was over under on the total. I'm going under with John. He is right. All right, the 3-5 and five Hornets visit Memphis, the Grizzlies tonight. We'll have the pregame at 6.30 with Mr. Gary Darby. He will be uh, on the air at 6.30 for the pregame, so the tip will be at 7 o'clock. Live from the Forum, I'm actually taking the fam. We got the uh, tickets. Shout-out to the Grizzlies. Looking forward to the game tonight. Hornets at Grizzlies, minus 11 for the home team. Over. Under. Gents? Yeah. So the Charlotte Hornets are rolling out their G League team yeah. tonight. Yeah. Uh, no Rozier, no uh, Gordon Hayward. No Lamelo Ball, correct? I don't know correct. who. I don't know who is suiting up for them at this point. He's had an ankle sprain. Maybe no Cody Martin too. I think he was doubtful. I uh, saw him as well with quad soreness. Yeah, you know. Look, here's the thing. So Ubre, I think, will be out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, there's one of them. Okay, we know no Miles Bridges as well. No, who pleaded no contest yesterday. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Lamelo's out. Gordon Hayward's out. Uh, Rozier's, Rozier's doubtful, out. but you you'd get expect Daniels will yes. be in there. Uh, <laughs> look, here's the thing. Bunch of hodgepodge. Yeah, it's pretty limited. That's why it's eleven. I have yeah. to. I have to take the eleven. I'm sorry. I do. I have to take the plus eleven. I'm sorry. I gotta take the plus eleven. It's too many points. It's too many points, man. I, you know, what ha- Charlotte will not win this game. Okay, they will not win this game. Mm. Let me tell you something. They will not win this game. Mm. The Grizzlies are about to run these folks out the building. <laughs> what wh- did you-, you see, Bane? After the last game, no, He's I. Like- Man, I'm trying to get back to my baby, my lady. You the, know what I'm saying? The, Them for, folks are so happy to be home. The, that's, and, and that's why I think it could be a little bit of a – Oh, I see. You've even, you've even factored that in. It's the wow. first game back from a West Coast be, road trip. Be real. I, 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 you know what? If you get this one, I'm going to have to hand it to you, man, because I ain't buying it. I ain't buying the spin. Man said they've been in the bed too long. The Grizz are, said they're happy to be home. The Grizz are two and six against the spread this season, which is, I mean, they were the they were the kings of against the spread last. But who season. are we trying to stop in this? The, the no, problem's I been agree. defensively. You're right, but yes. give me give me your offensive guys in this game for Charlotte. Well, how about this? Ubre thirty seven. He will. <laughs> he will. He gonna have to. <laughs> um, what 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 tends to happen in these games, man, is that the guys who are like book night. Right, book yeah. night comes in and he goes off for twenty four. Like that's what tends to happen. These guys come Not in, they tonight. play really hard to prove that they actually have something uh, and, and and can and can step up in the absence of all these guys. The Grizzlies are not losing this game, but what I can see happening is that they're up seventeen going into the fourth, and they just get outscored by seven in the fourth. And it's never close, and it's never in doubt. Home team, John. I think you've forgotten that <laughs> during this segment. Home team. But yeah, I just I I feel like with with a point spread no, I, this I hear large, your logic. we all hear your logic. That's, that's a huge number in the NBA. Eleven and a half. Know? Like it's like the Texans last night. You know, the Texans didn't even really do anything. I mean, I guess you could say they competed in the first half. They didn't do anything in the second half. They still covered with nothing. I mean, they they they're, they're playing with guys you never heard of against the undefeated Eagles. You know, and the, yes, the Hornets don't have Lovey. 
That's true. <laughs> and that's why that team's fighting so hard, John. That and that little rookie running back you got, Pierce. I like him a lot. Yeah, let's see. Okay, so P.J. Washington, right? Who we love. G- James Booknight. Um, Booknight sleep. Kelly yeah. Oubre. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr., bro. Dennis Smith Jr. It's, it's, I'm telling you, you're, you said it. Oubre's the guy tonight because yeah. he's going to be trying to score 35. Yeah, I mean, I, I just he I, seize the opportunity. I, I look, I think this not happening. If I was going to play this game, I'm not. Put Dylan on him. I would play Grizzlies first half, <laughs> whatever the number is. I'd play Grizzlies first half because I just, I, I definitely think they're going to roll them early. And uh, I, could it be? Oh, you're betting lot. Sixteen, seventeen going into the fourth, absolutely. But you know, the Grizzlies were up seventeen going into the fourth uh, against Portland. Let and, them come all the way back. And that and tie game the got game. that game did uh, end up getting tied. That's right. So That's all right. yeah, look, Grizzlies win. I, you know, I guess if I had to, and I'm again, I don't have to. Well, I do per the segment. I would take the the, the plus eleven mm-hmm. just because it's such a big number. That's wrong. All. That's all. And so, then finally, uh, that's the last one. We'll go to the World Series here. You know, another change of things in the last forty eight hours because Jason and I in here Wednesday like this thing is over. It's rolling for the Phillies. They were up a game, and now they're down three to two with the series shifting back to Houston for the Astros. Astros leading now three to two. Game six and seven in Houston. Number of games remaining in the World Series, one and a half. Over. Under. Under. This is over. It's ended in, in six. Uh, Houston's not uh, – Houston's not – they're not blowing this. It's not going to happen again. They're ready. They're on the cusp. It's it's Houston Astros time. Yeah, I feel like Phillies needed that one. If they're going to win this series or have a chance, it, it they had to get the win last night before this thing went back to Houston. Uh, I mentioned this earlier. The problem for is that Houston did this three years ago against the Nationals. Same thing, going back home up 3-2. They blew it. So you you know Dusty and everybody else, we're not going to do this again. Let's close them out. They'll be that. Uh, game five, winners going on to win the series 67% of the time. And one of the times they didn't was Houston. Yep. So you're not going to repeat of that. I don't the think way so. you avoid it is by taking game six. I think this it thing's is Zach over. Zach Wheeler, though. You I mean, I give me the under on this all day long. This is going one more game. Who's on the mound for the Astros on, in Game Six? I don't Valdez. Valdez. I'm not. I'm, is he? Is he their ace? Is Valdez their? No, Verlander's their ace, right? Yeah. Zach Wheeler's a beast, though. He didn't win. The, he didn't win Game Two this uh, this series, but he is a beast. I don't know. I, I, I like Houston. I don't think they're. I, I don't think you want to chance it. Don't you don't want to take this thing to seven with the team of destiny? You want to end it right here, right now. I think they will. Uh, Rob Fisher is going to join us. He's a man of destiny. We'll talk to him about the Grizzlies, get his thoughts on the college football weekend ahead and more. Stick around. Jason and John, how do you turn FM, ESPN. Now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, as you know, because right now new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to 1000 bucks. Yep, that's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just sign up with the promo code JSmith. Why do it on FanDuel? Because they got all your favorite bets from money line to point spreads to player props. Even got cool boosts like the 92.9 FM ESPN boost that's hit a couple of times. With live betting, too, you're going to get updated odds on games that have already started right up to the second. Uh, FanDuel's got you covered all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So sign up today. Again, with the promo code JSmith for your no-sweat first bet. Again, that's promo code J-S-M-I-T-H. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sports betting partner, sportsbook partner of the NFL and of 92.9 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable. Free bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. Just a clip for Is the NBA season too young to pick out trends? I don't think so. 
The trend that sticks out so far this year is that the LA Clippers are going to be an under monster all season. They are 7-1 and one to the under so far this year, and a lot of games haven't even been close. They play really stifling defense, and they have trouble scoring, plus Kawhi has missed a ton of games. That's a recipe for a lot of low-scoring matches. Until Kawhi is healthy, it's Clippers Unders all day, all night. I'm Trista Crick, helping you be the Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Rob Fisher's on the sidelines for the Memphis Grizzlies. On Bally Sports, pre and post game. Catch him on the odds couple as part of Grind City Media on Twitter at the Fist Nation. You have debuted a new look this season, sir. Yeah. I feel like we could have, we should have had like a disclaimer like, whoa, new look, new yeah. season, new me. New, <laughs> new season. 50 years old, new brand, new brand, brand new, rebranding. It's so interesting. So what's the end game here? Are you going to try to, like, do, uh, you know, it, it's, it's a it's a Lovey Smith-esque color here. Is Are you trying to get it as <laughs> is that long? A, is that a white beard <laughs> or is it gray? Uh, John and I have a bet it, going. It looks white. Yes, it yeah, does. Yeah, it looks, it looks more white than it does gray. It's very, uh, as, as someone pointed out to me the first game this season, very wolf blitzer of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks like wolf. Yeah. It, it does. And, uh, yeah, yeah I, I, I dig it. I'm excited to see where it goes. I'll tell you that. I'm excited. <laughs> do, you have to, do you have to get, like, a, uh, like a waiver for that? Like, hey. Do you have to clear it with the wife? Hey, Bally, yeah. I'm going to have a beard this year. Don't be a, you know. No. 
my wife was all for it. I mean, she's been telling me to do it, and um, I, I I just never thought I should. I just never thought that was the right thing to do. And then I got some people from the Grizzlies who were like, yeah, you should do it. You should go with the beard. Go with the beard. Because I go with the beard all summer. And um, yep. and then uh, my boss basically said, yeah, let's try it and see if we get any feedback. And if we get feedback, we'll deal with it then. But Here's there's your been feedback. no feedback. You're getting feedback now, man. We like Have your picks all the, been yeah, better? Yeah, all, all, the, all the feedback's been positive. So uh, it looks like it's here to stay. Yeah, love we it. Like it. Love it. All right, Grizzlies Good. are back in action uh, after a four-game road trip. Up, down, this is life in the NBA um, now that the Grizzlies sort of, they don't have everybody back, but they have their major pieces back. Is this sort of the time this month, Jaron may be coming back? Is this sort of the time where you think the Grizzlies say, okay, you know, we're here again and we're going to pick up where we left off last season? Is, is it about now that time? Yeah, I, I, I think the, the time right now is what we saw last year after 19 games. Um, you know, after 19 games last year, the Grizzlies were 29th in defense, and then all of a sudden it just clicked, and and they went on. You know, they were they were nine and ten on the season, and they they went on to win 56 games. So this year the defense has been a problem. Uh, after the game against Portland, they moved all the way up to 27th uh, defensively uh, from 29th. So it, that was a good performance, probably their best defensive performance of the season, uh, as far as, you know, numbers that they gave up. So I, I think it's time to click on that side of the ball. It's, um, you know, we know what they can do offensively. We know that they're talented. We know that they got some scores. We know what Jock can do. We know what Des can do. We, we just need the whole team now to pick it up defensively. You know, Dylan Brooks comes back and, and he adds, uh, as Taylor Jenkins would say, that spirit animal to the team. I think John Morant's effort defensively has been outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so now the rest of the team needs to pick it up. It's on each individual to, to, to pick it up defensively. So I think, I think right now, I, I think that the two games in Utah were very telling about the defense. Um, you know, it was the first time in 38 games that the Grizzlies scored 120 points and lost a game. First time in 38. I mean, that's, that's a, like a year and a half since that had happened. So I think that was telling about the defense, but the way they responded in Portland, I thought was very positive, and hopefully it's a step in the right direction where this defense now can take off. Because if the defense takes off, yes, this team will take off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Desmond Bain, the last four games that he's played, Rob, has just been phenomenal, closes out the last one with 20 points in the fourth. And, and you needed him, especially with Ja, you know, uncharacteristically off there in the fourth quarter. I mean, if we're – we're looking at stories in terms of the first eight games. As efficient as Jaw's been, as much as you know, he's taken a step. It feels like, and I'm with you, especially defensively. The step Bain feels like he's taken. I know eight games. I keep feeling like I need to say that, but I'm not sure I expected this kind of step. Just what say you about the way he's played and where he can go? Well, it, it was only four games or five games ago that people were wondering, is Desmond Bain shot okay? It's true. You're right. You're right. <laughs> and now, now all of a sudden he's, you know, shooting 60% or 65% from three over the last four games. He's been, he's been terrific. I, you know, I looked before the season, the question of who's going to take the big leap. And I think Zaire Williams was a guy that yep. was a popular choice. Uh, Santi Aldama was a popular choice uh, with the players. Santi Aldama was a popular choice. The two guys that I really looked at, though, were John Morant taking another step, and I think Desmond Bain taking another step. You know, last year was a huge leap 
for Desmond Bain. But I think this year it's going to be even more um, because I expect him to shoot more than what he did last year. And I think we're seeing that at least early in the season. And the more he shoots, the more nights he's going to have like he's had these last four games. I mean, he, he's hit multiple threes now in over 20 straight games. Uh, he's had three or more threes six times this year. The Grizzlies are 5-1 and one in those games. Um, I mean, this is a guy that keep chucking, you know, let it fly. The, the mantras that the Grizzlies like to use when it comes to shooting, he's the epitome of all of them. So I expect Desmond Bain to, to have performances like this. I expect him to have uh, game streaks like this where he goes for 30-plus in multiple games in a row. I, none of this really surprises me from Des because I think what he accomplished last year with not shooting the ball as much as we think he did and his ability to shoot even more this year, I think will show even more production. Plus, you know, the way that he's become a playmaker, uh, not just a three point shooter. I mean, his, his point the other night, they weren't just all from three. They were driving to the basket. They were getting to the free throw line. He's getting assists. He's getting rebounds. I mean, he's doing a little bit of everything. He's becoming such a total playmaker that, um, I, I expect big things from Des this year. I, I said it on opening night. I, I think it's an all star season for Desmond Bang. We're talking to the beard here on Jason and John here. <laughs> the beard. That's just, that's the, you, you know, it was James Harden is out for a month. Somebody has to that's step right. up and take that's the right. moniker. So it will have yeah. to be you, man. It will have to be you. I don't work. Go ahead. I'm good with that. I like that. Yeah. I like that. The beard. We yeah. can go with the beard. Until he comes back, man. Until he gets back. Um, you know, we obviously are all focused on Jaron's return, but how, how, how vital would, would a return from Zaire be? Whatever that day is. Because he was taking, I thought, some big steps late in the season last year. And, you know, they're kind of missing that, right? De'Anthony Melton is, is elsewhere now, and, they, and it really does. It feels like they're missing that timely three, that timely steal, just that, 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 that big basketball IQ that Zaire brings and the timely shot making. How, how much of an impact does he make when he returns the rotation? I think a big impact, um, mainly because I, I think – it, it makes you better. You know, when you, when you put plug someone in, that means a lot of guys take a step back. And, you know, although David Roddy, I think, has played well, uh, Jake LaRavia has played well, um, I, I, I think John Conchar has played well. You bring a Zaire Williams back, and, and if he can progress from what he did to finish last season, well, you're adding a better player which then, you know, just makes your depth better. I, I think his ability to play multiple positions makes your depth better. His ability to knock down that shot makes it better. I mean, we, we saw in Salt Lake City when Ja was out and, and we had some guys out that the bench all of a sudden just kind of disappeared. So I, I think it makes it that much better. Um, and, and, yeah, man, what everything you just said, it, it's, it's weird because you, you, you kind of don't miss him when he's not there and he hasn't been there since the start of the season, so you're just kind of waiting for his arrival. But you're right. I mean, what he did to finish last season, how he improved throughout last season, how smart of a basketball player he is, and just the smart plays that he makes and his ability to score, his ability to bring length and defense out there as well. I think he could help in a lot of ways because I think his role increases this year from what it was last year. I mean, let's remember for half of the season last year, he was going back and forth between the hustle and the Grizzlies. Yep. And it wasn't really until January where he really took off and, 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 you know, was a huge impact in a lot of games. 
and went through some games where, you know, he missed a big shot, but then he came back in the next game and hit the big shot. I'm thinking of Philadelphia when he got that big winner uh, in Philadelphia and had that big game coming off a tough one the night before. So I, I'm, I, I hope for big things, and I think he just brings so many things to the table because of how versatile he is that he, he could be a huge impact for this team, a huge impact for this second unit, which has shown some flashes this year. They, they've shown some flashes, but they haven't shown enough consistently, night in and night out. And if you can get Brandon Clark going, if you can get Zaire on that unit, and Tyus Jones does Tyus Jones thing, now all of a sudden I think you're looking at the depth like we looked at it last year and how big of a factor it can be. You know, you know this, Rob, anybody, at times Dylan Brooks has had that rap of, of, of trying to get his, right? Sometimes maybe it's detrimental to the team. Sometimes he, you know, he gets hot and all of a sudden he's leading you. Just in terms of you watching him in these five games, do you see a guy that's trying to be what they need? You know what I mean? What the Grizzlies need? We talked about it like, you know, you, you come out initially, you're rusty, but, but, but here after a couple of games, hey, that shot, you, you find an open Desmond Bain, you know, who's hot in that game. That's the right play. Do you see a guy... Rob, who's doing the right things, making the right plays in terms of trying to fit in the way the Grizzlies need him to fit in? I think so. I, I mean, I, Dylan, Dylan's, <laughs> Dylan's going to be Dylan. You know, I mean, he, uh, I, I think the biggest impact he has on the team is just being on the floor. Um, I, I, I think he rubs off on other guys. I, I, I think his defensive intensity rubs off on other guys. Now he does have that ability to be a scorer when they need guys to score, and, and he did it in Salt Lake City. Yeah, probably had yeah. his best game of the season in Salt Lake when he scored 30 and got three steals and was doing it on both ends. I, I think Dylan's, Dylan's smart enough to make the right play. That pass that you're talking about when he passed it to the red-hot Bain, and he had an open shot, but he got it to Bain, That's who was right. hot and had a more open shot. I thought that showed a lot of growth of Dylan Brooks, of uh, making the right play. Now, does Dylan still take some shots and force some shots? Absolutely does. But I think a lot of those come in the moment of we need something and no one else is doing it. I think a lot of Dylan's forcing comes from a lack of wanting from the others around him on the floor. So I, I think maybe he gets a bad rap sometimes for taking bad shots. Does he take some bad shots? Absolutely he does. Um, and, and that's that's Dylan. He, he's the best bad shot maker that you'll see in the league. Um, but I, I, I think it's all in a in – a, I, I think it all comes with the reason. I don't think it's Dylan just not being very smart out there. I don't think that's the case at all. I think it's Dylan sometimes trying to do what the others aren't doing in the moment. But I think the thing that he brings more than anything is just that energy to the team, that swagger to the team. You know, the team was missing a little bit of swagger when Dylan was out. No doubt. I think they get it back. And, and let me tell you something. We didn't talk about it on the postgame show probably because it was a loss. But when he walked over Mike Conley the other night, that was yeah. hysterical. Hysterical. It was. It was good. We're talking. You picked up a technical foul and he walked over. I mean, of all people to walk over to, one of the one of the grizzly, one of the most beloved grizzlies of all. Yes, and, and he, and he walked right over him. Because early, you know, Conley at some point in that game tried to get in front of, of Ja, and of course Ja picks him up, but not Dylan, baby. Dylan gonna step no. over you. I don't care who you, you Mike. I'm gonna step over you. Stepped over him. I thought it was hysterical. <laughs> I thought it was great, and and it's just that. It's just that attitude and that swagger that he brings that I think rubs off on the rest you're of right. the team. No, you're right.
We're talking to Rob Fisher, uh, pre- and post-sideline reporter for Bally Sports. Catch him tonight, in action tonight. So Charlotte Hornets come to town with nobody on the roster. Want to turn you to, to college football, Rob. Uh, we have some big games this weekend. Want to get your, your, uh, your handicap and opinions here. Let's go with the big game of the weekend, Memphis-UCF. Uh, Memphis is getting three at the house where, you know, they are amazing. Uh, what do you make of this one? I know there is some uncertainty with the UCF quarterback situation. Is this General Custer's last stand for Ryan Silverfield? Can Memphis find a way to win this one? Uh, it's been very profitable going against Memphis for the last two years. Uh, Memphis one and a half are one and five against the spread their last six home games. Five and eleven against the spread. Their last sixteen as an underdog. Mm. Um, UCF has won fourteen of the last fifteen meetings between these two teams. Fourteen and one straight up for UCF. They've covered four of the last six. Until Memphis shows an ability to cover on on a regular basis and, and not just get backdoor covers, I, I got to go against them. I got to go with UCF this week. Um, they're a better team. They're a better team. And they've owned Memphis in the head-to-head series as well. I, I like UCF. I, I think it's a six-point game. I got UCF winning 34-28. So they cover and also goes over. I, I just don't uh, – Memphis has gone over regularly. UCF's gone over regularly. Uh, Memphis, eight of their last nine have gone over. Um, nine of the last 12 for UCF on the road have gone over. So I like the over more than anything. You know, the home team has covered a lot in the series. I'm just not back in Memphis at this point. Well, I, not I, I until they it. show that they can. Very understandable. Yeah. And as you said, profitable <laughs> the last two years. Yeah. All right, Tennessee at Georgia. We we did total at 67. Where do you think it goes there? And I think if the line's still at eight, just what do you see in this game, Rob? I like Tennessee. I I, 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 I just like the way Georgia, when you see Georgia and, and you have matchups like this and you think maybe Georgia could be scared, the key is always Georgia early in games, uh, scoring early and not allowing the opponent to score early. But you watch Tennessee this year, and the thing that's so impressive about Tennessee, and we saw it against Alabama, is their ability to score quickly and score quickly in a game. And if they can score quickly against Georgia, I think it's a back-and-forth game. I think it's a highly scored game. I got the total right at the number at 35-32. I got Tennessee winning the game. I'm going Tennessee straight up. 35-32. I think they're that good. I think they're that explosive offensively. They'll be able to score. Um, and, and I think Georgia will be able to score a bit, but it's going to be back and forth. I look at it a lot like the Alabama game, maybe not as high scoring as the Alabama game, but I, I like this one. How about this? Tennessee, when both teams, Georgia and Tennessee, are both ranked, Tennessee has won 10 of 16 games. Tennessee, when they enter the game undefeated against Georgia, they're 9-3 and three straight up. And then the road team has covered four of the last five meetings, and eight of the last ten have gone over. Tennessee six and one against the spread this season. I like Tennessee to get off to a good start. I like them to cover this game. In fact, I'll, I'm taking Tennessee straight up with the victory over I'll Georgia this week. Give Hooker the Heisman if that's the case. That's baby. true. Yeah, all day long. Yeah, hey, the, you should hit Georgia. Hooker right now. It's done because you won't be you won't be able to hit him after this weekend. Right. So if you if, if you That's think Tennessee's right. going to win, you might Seriously, as well, you might as well you know, hit that too. Double yeah. up for sure. Hey, Fish, I always appreciate you your time, You are the best, my man. Fish. Thank you, brother. The Beard. Gentlemen, always a pleasure. Pleasure's Good ours. Chris. The Thank Beard you. has spoken. Yeah, James Harden's out with a, a, a right uh, foot tendon. It hurts because we were playing well. 
We were. We were motivated, and, and, and this hits at a tough time. It does, man, but what can you do? Philly got to get through his long season, man. We're not going to cry for them. Grizzlies got have been patchwork first uh, first eight games, so get through it, Philly. Yeah. That's, that's the nature of it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, appreciate uh, appreciate Rob Fisher for joining us on the show. We'll come back. Last more to come. Sean Salisbury, favorite. Love him. He's going to join us. 1225, talk to him about the NFL. Get his thoughts on your Raiders and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 92 FM, ESPN. Friday night, the Memphis Grizzlies take on the Charlotte Hornets. We'll have pregame at 6.30 with Jessica Benson. The tip at 7 o'clock Friday night. Grizzlies, Hornets on 92.9. Saturday, it's the game of the week. Chase McGrath wins the game for Tennessee. And here they come. Everybody sharing in the celebration. Number one, Tennessee takes on number three, Georgia. We'll have the pregame at 12.30 for Tennessee, Georgia. The kickoff at 2.30 live. Georgia and Tennessee on 92.9 this weekend. Hey, the weekend's here. Looking for something to do, right? You got a kid, son, daughter that loves basketball. We got the place. We got the recommendation just for them. It's called Shoot 360. I've been out there a lot. I know some of the coaches out there. And you were talking about getting the best instruction. And that's the thing. It's not just the technology, which is incredible, which is going to measure, you know, your, your, your son or your daughter's jump shot. But it's also the coaches that are there who genuinely want to see you know, your child get better at the game. It's personalized, but it's also not personalized. It's whatever you want it to be. You can, you can rely on the technology. You can have the coaches out there. It's a great experience. It's right here in Memphis. It's called Shoot 360. It's the place to get to out at 85 Market Center Drive in Collierville. We call it the future of basketball training in Memphis. Our man Thad Young is an investor. He believes in the technology. He said he's going to have his kids on it as well. And I've seen the results on my kids' team. There's an 8-year-old on my kids' team that's shooting threes, got Euro steps. It's all come because of how much time he spent at Shoot 360. Get yours out there. They make it affordable. Can do a one-year commitment for as low as $130 a month. That's uh, about the same I pay for Chris's two martial arts classes a week. This is unlimited access. That's why you need to get out to shoot 360, 85 Market Center Drive in Collierville. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 